Welcome back to Not Your Normal Podcast. Um, as you know, this podcast is brought to you by iFilm Cinema's Productions, Cinema for Everyone. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening. It's Tuesday, new week. The first, I guess you could say, the uh, first official week of 2021. And so me and Kyler actually recorded this episode um, yesterday and some stuff was said on the podcast that uh, I made the executive decision to not put it out and re-record it. Uh, The only problem is Kyler isn't here for this one. I'm here by myself. Which is no big deal. You know what? To be honest, he probably won't be too happy with me about it. But um, I tried to edit out some stuff. And whenever I either, you know, cut his audio out or cut the audio out or tried to chop up uh, the audio, it just made the uh, the whole audio file sound very, uh, very funky. And what's the point of having uh, all this nice equipment that we record with if, you know... After the editing's done, it doesn't sound right, so I just took it upon myself to go ahead and just not, I don't want to say scrap that episode, uh, there's multiple things that we did talk about that I'm going to re-talk about on this one, uh, just on the Friday episode, they'll still be relevant, uh, they'll still be, you know, a lot of it will still be going on, so with that said... Um, what me and Kyler, uh, we did it, uh, we didn't get a chance to, to say it on the, the 2021 episode, like the first episode of that, that was on new year's, but, um, we did it on the 2019 like year finale, I guess, or whatever you want to call it. The, the new year's episode for 2020 going into 2020. Um, no, but, um, I'm pretty sure I'll get, you know, I'll have Kyler say it on the the next episode, but what we didn't get a chance to say on that episode was just thank you to all the people that listen. Um, like Kyler said and always says whenever we talk about the people that listen, listen to the podcast, um, without the people that listen to it, it would really just be, you know, two idiots having a conversation back and forth, which is what me and Kyler are. You know, in reality, that's well, I mean, that's all it is. We just were two, two dumb guys having a conversation. And for some odd reason, people like to listen to it. So with that being said, uh, we thank you for all the listens. Uh, hopefully 2021, whenever, you know, me and Kyler can start to go out and do more film jobs because, you know, 2020, that wasn't very, uh, wasn't very possible due to the pandemic. Uh, obviously, it's still going on now, but hopefully by the middle of the year, towards the end of the year, some filming stuff takes uh, takes some takes takes it back up, picks back up. Sorry, um, and you'll see more content from me and Kyler and all the people that we do stuff with. Um, but I just wanted to say thank you to all the people that listen. Without the people that listen to it. There would be no reason for it. And I got some other stuff to say towards the end of the episode too, but I just wanted to get that off uh get that off my chest right from the get-go. So, with that being said, 
I'm going in cover. Uh, sorry if I sound a little sniffly. It's it's pretty early. Um, Steph Curry. Steph Curry is a absolute monster. So on Sunday, um, let's see if I can find it. So on Sunday, the Warriors played the Trailblazers. Um, if you don't know, the Warriors at the beginning of the season, Clay Thompson. Well, before the season started, Clay Thompson goes down with his second injury in two years. Uh, the injury before last. So what made him? What made Clay Thompson missed last season was a torn ACL that happened in the finals against the Toronto Raptors in 2019. So he's out for a year. The Warriors last season have a terrible season. Their last place in the West. They get a high draft pick. They get a good, you know, they get a high draft pick. Uh, they choose James Wiseman. Things are looking up. You know, you have Draymond coming back. You have Clay coming back. You still have Steph, and you have this number. Uh, what is it they have? Number three pick, number two pick of James Wiseman. And a lot of your returning pieces. Well, all of a sudden, Clay Thompson goes down with a torn Achilles. Boom, just like that, out for another season. Um, so they in the, in the offseason, they pick up Kelly Oubre Jr., a great defender. Um, but so far this season, he I think he's like two for 15 from three. Um, in six games, absolutely terrible, garbage, garbaggio, whatever you want to call it, terrible. But that's not the story here. The past couple of weeks, well, the past week, week and a half, Steph and the Warriors have, been, well, really just Steph, Steph has been getting some hate about how he can't lead a team. He he needs another person. He need, He can't take the pressure that comes with being a solo star on a team. Because when you are a solo star on a team, all the focus obviously is going to be directed to, directed towards you. All the defensive pressure is directed towards you. You know, you have Steph Curry, Draymond. Draymond's not going to beat you. Andrew Wiggins, I do like Andrew Wiggins, but he's not going to, to beat you. Kelly Oubre Jr., James Wiseman, he's a rookie. So these people aren't going to be targeted like you, like Steph Curry. Well... As Steph Curry said after the game on Sunday uh, against the Trailblazers, like that Michael Jordan meme, he took that personally. Steph Curry dropped a career high of 62 points in 36 minutes. He shot 18 of 31 from the field and 8 of 16 from the three-point line, and he was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Um... He beat his teammate Clay Thompson's season high, career high of 61 points. Um, so, I mean, just like he said, he took that personally. Um, tired of the hate, the ill, uh, the the unwarranted hate. Um, I don't understand where Steph Curry's hate comes from. Why people don't like him? Um, I mean, he changed the game of basketball all the way down to you know grade school level. Um, you know, for the longest time, being a basketball player was looked upon as something that not an average, not an, I don't want to say not an average person could do because that is, even though that is true, but for the longest time, these stars in the NBA, you can't aspire to be that. Like a LeBron James, who is 6'8", 240, can move up and down the court in four seconds and can jump, you know, four feet in the air. You don't, that's not something you can 
you can normal people get to. That's something that's just, it's a genetic that's, you know, they were born to, he was born into being that. Steph, on the other hand, is 6'3", you know, maybe 190 pounds, 200 pounds. Um, not crazy athletic, not crazy quick, but can shoot the lights out. And that's not some that's not something you're born with. That's a skill that you work on over a tremendous period of time. And all these kids for the past, you know, five, six years, they look at him as an idol. And they're like, I can do that. I can't be LeBron James because I'm not most likely I'm not going to be that size. Steph Curry, I can grow to six one, six two, six three, and I can practice my shot for the next, you know, fifteen years and probably not be on the same level as Steph Curry because he is the greatest shooter of all time. But he 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 added a different formula to what an NBA star could be. So all this unwarranted hate on Steph Curry, he decided to answer back. Hit 62 points against the Blazers on Sunday. And then last night against, who did they play last night? Last night against the Kings, Steph had, he played 31 minutes and he had 30 points, 9 rebounds, and 8 assists. So 31 minutes and 36 minutes. Let's see here. 31 minutes and 36 minutes and 63 minutes. Steph Curry scored 92 points. You know, if you want to put it that way. I mean, yeah, it's two games, but he only played 36 minutes in the first game, 30 minutes last night, 31 minutes, sorry. And they got the win. They now have a winning record. They were they started off very terrible, but Steph Curry, he took that personally. Uh, me and Kyle, I remember Kyler saying something about his early MVP candidate would be Steph Curry. And I'm on the, the board, uh, I'm on the train of that Luka will have uh, an MVP season. Uh, he might not win it, but he will definitely be top three voting, um, if not top two, and has a very good chance of winning MVP. Uh, Kyler says Steph Curry, I can't disagree with that. Uh, he sort of has to have an MVP season if the Warriors want to make the playoffs. Um, I don't see them doing anything too crazy in the playoffs. And they're, you know, they're maybe a six, seven, eight seed or a seven, six, five seed, somewhere around that bottom of the playoff bracket seed. Maybe get a couple of games in the first round, depending on who they're matched up against. But overall, I don't see the Warriors being championship contenders next year. Maybe next year when Clay comes back, because when you add Clay to the floor, it's a whole new dynamic. You have two of the arguably the top two shooters of all time on the court. You can't you can't leave them. You can't you know, you can't double one and leave the other one single covered. You can't it's just it's there that when Clay Thompson's on that team, whenever he's on the court with Steph, it changes the dynamic of the whole pace of the game. It changes the the spacing on the floor. Just changes everything. Um, so, well, like Kyle, uh, I agree with what Kyler said. I still think Luca gets the MVP this season, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was Steph, LeBron. I can't see Giannis winning it for a third year in a row. I really can't. Um, I really don't know who else you could. I mean, I guess you could put James Harden up there as MVP candidate, maybe. 
Um, but with all the stuff going on with James Harden and the Rockets, uh, maybe not. Uh, we'll just have to see how the season plays out. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to go on and cover a little bit of basketball. Uh, I'm going to get all the sports talk covered and out of the way, like right now. Um, also, over the weekend, Ryan Garcia, um, boxer, fought Luke Campbell. Um, and for the first time in Ryan Garcia's career, who was undefeated at the time, Luke Campbell, I think Ryan Garcia was 20 and 0. Luke Campbell was 21 and 3. Uh, with 16 knockouts, Ryan had 17 knockouts. Uh, I've followed Ryan Garcia for a, a while now. Um, vicious, vicious, vicious knockout power. Crazy quick. Crazy fast hands. Uh, for the first time in his professional boxing career, he's fighting a guy who has more experience, more, more, um, more fights with more experienced people under his belt. And... This was a test for Ryan Garcia, and you could see that early off in the fight. Um, first round went Ryan Garcia's way, sort of just threw his jab, quick, super quick jab. His left hook is ridiculous. Um, but the second round, Luke Campbell caught him with a left straight, or it was more of a left hook, um, that dropped Ryan Garcia for the first time in his career. He did bounce right back up, though, as soon as he hit the corner. I mean, as soon as he hit the canvas, he jumped right back up, nodded his head, was like, okay, cool, that happened. And then from there on out, for the rest of the fight, it was really Ryan Garcia's fight. Um, you know, he, he sort of got into it a little bit more, and he ended up finishing the fight in the seventh round with a body shot KO that dropped Luke Campbell. It was a left hook to the body, dropped Luke Campbell to one knee, then to two knees, screaming in pain. And he didn't make the 10 count, and the fight was over. Um, me and Kyler talked about it a little bit. Um, Kyler said it was a good thing, very humbling, for a, a young fighter like Ryan Garcia to get dropped like that, especially uh, since he's still on his ascension to to fame, to, to boxing stardom. He's, um, I mean, he's a pretty well-known fighter, but you have to follow fighting sort of to know who he is like he's not a Canelo Alvarez or a Triple G or a Floyd Mayweather type of star but he's on his way there and for this to happen this early in his you know career I mean he is 20 and 0 so it's not crazy early but still early he's still ascending to to stardom so for him to get dropped like that and to stay composed come back and win the fight and you know knockout fashion, not his typical knockout fashion with a crazy left hook or a straight right to put his opponent to sleep, but a body shot in the seventh round. He got some fight time under his belt because normally his fights only last one or two rounds. Got some time in the time in the ring, seven rounds. Ended it with a, a body shot that typically doesn't happen for him, and he got dropped. Um all a humbling experience for him. Very glad he won the fight. I am a fan of Ryan Garcia. And can't wait to see what he does. Who He, uh, he called out Javante Davis and a couple other fighters as well, which I like. I like that. Javante Davis is a dangerous, a dangerous, dangerous fighter, though. Uh, 
do I think Ryan can take the, you know, beat the beat that test? I, I do. I'm a fan of his, but only time will tell on that. And then lastly, for the sports topics, um, January 23rd. Uh, I'm going to put my early prediction in. I'll ask Kyler on the next episode. Um, January 23rd, Conor McGregor fights Dustin Poirier for the second time. They fought in 2014, and Conor knocked him out. I think it was like two minutes into the first round. Uh, he called a first-round knockout. He, you know, he did it. Um, but since then, it has been six years. Dustin's went on to fight multiple, multiple, multiple stars like Justin Gaethje, uh, Habib Nurmagomedov, Max Holloway twice. Um, and he's had a very good career in these past six years. He even fought for a title. Even uh, he even was interim champ for a little for a little bit of time. And Connor, as you know, if you know anything about sports whatsoever, Conor McGregor is one of the most polarizing figures in sports, you know, in the past 30 years, uh, extreme quick rise to stardom in the UFC first time UFC, uh, two division champion holding the belt simultaneously talked his way into a super fight with arguably the best boxer ever for his first professional fight, boxing fight against Floyd Mayweather. Uh, Comes back, fights Habib, a giant brawl goes, you know, happens. Comes back after that again, fights Donald Cerrone at the beginning of 2020, starches him in 40 seconds. And if you know anything or paid any attention to the UFC in 2020, uh, especially after that Connor fight, he said something about he wanted to make 2020 a season, a lot like NFL, NBA, MLB, MLS, whatever sport you choose that you have a season, you have a set amount of games that go into playoffs. Well, Connor sort of referenced that in his call-out after he beat Donald Cerrone, how he was saying he wanted 2020 to be his fighting season. He wanted to fight three or four times that year, eventually at the end of the year, possibly for a title. Well, pandemic happens. Him and Dana White don't really see eye-to-eye, which I can understand both sides of it. You know, Dana White, president of the UFC, He's a great matchmaker. He makes the fights. He's phenomenal at his job. I think he's the best president um, in any sport. Um, Didn't give Conor any fights in 2020, which from his standpoint, I understand. Um, When you have a Conor fight, no matter what, it's going to break pay-per-view numbers because of who he is, his stardom. And with no fans, that diminishes your, 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 you know, your money income quite a bit. So from that side, I understand it from the business side. You know, you don't put your, you know, Connor doesn't have to fight. You don't have to give him a fight. But from Connor's side, you know, you were looking forward to, you're in great shape. You're looking forward to fighting three or four times this year. And all of a sudden a pandemic happens and now you can't get any fights because there's no fans. So I understand. I get it. But uh, Fight Island, Abu Dhabi, Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier. I'm taking Conor in the third round. I'm taking Conor third round KO or TKO. Um, Very similar to how he finished him in the first fight. Um, Obviously, left hand puts him down. 
Hammer Fist gets on top. I'm assuming Herb Dean is going to be the referee of that match because he's always the referee of any big match, really. So I'm taking Conor McGregor, TKO third round, January 23rd, Abu Dhabi, Fight Island. Bang. Now, on to some other stuff. Um, So me and Kyler, uh, when we talked yesterday, we were talking about how... um, So I'm looking at, I don't have my laptop with me, but I have Kyler's notebook in front of me about sort of like the subject points we like to hit hit on throughout the episode. And one of them that he wrote down was no more guests for a while. And that's true to an extent, but not really. And I can sort of explain explain it a little better, which was that. So uh, if you listen to the show regularly, you know, we've had a friend named Austin that has been on the show multiple times. I've recorded an episode with just me and him. He's been on with me and Kyler. He is a fan of the show. Um, shout out Austin. Austin Scott. You're the man. You got a strap too. Um, But he, um, so he was in Colorado for vacation uh, recently and hasn't been, uh, understandably, I mean, you're on vacation. Um, hadn't really been in tune to the uh to uh to the episodes as of recently but he texted me about the Christmas episode and stuff and uh you know he said he liked it and you know normal conversation that me and him have about the podcast and about the episodes that he that he listens to and he wants to, you know he gives feedback on but he mentioned something that Kyler said somebody mentioned to him once before too which was that having guests on when me and Kyler have guests on it's great um but the dynamic between me and Kyler, just us back and forth is what we, from what me and Kyler understand is what's most desirable. It's the, the better product that we put out opposed to whenever we have a guest on. And there's a few exceptions. I think like whenever we have Hayden on Hayden, I'm about to throw you under the bus when we have Hayden on. And as long as he's not sitting on his phone the whole time, I think Hayden is probably our best guest. I feel the same way about Austin whenever Austin's on. Whenever Austin's on, I think we have great conversation as well. But I do understand what he meant whenever he said it's just, you know, me and Kyler back and forth. Uh, and I think it's just because of our experience in doing it. Uh, that's what I think. It's just we sort of understand the formula of how a podcast is supposed to work. And, you know, Kyler talks, then I'll be quiet and I'll shut up for a second then, you know, I'll respond. It's a normal, it's a normal conversation. And sometimes with a third person or three or four people, the conversation sort of get lost and there's a bunch of overlapping and the conversation sometimes tends to go almost, I don't want to say nowhere, but almost nowhere. So, um, I think for the next couple of weeks, uh, it's just going to be me and Kyler sort of just getting that formula back to what it was, which is, you know, me and Kyler doing what we do and making good product for people to listen to. Um, but I'm not, you know, diminishing any guests that we've ever had, you know, Jacob, Tyler, Austin, Jared, Jordan, um, Jeb, Preston, Billy, uh, any of the people that we've ever had on the show. If you ever want to be on it, or if you've never been on the, the the been on an episode, shoot me or Kyler a message on our uh, 
our social media platforms, or if you have our number, shoot us a message. We'll, you know, me and Kyla record multiple times a week, and we would love to have people on. We're not saying that we don't want anybody on. We're just saying that for the most part, um, if it's your first time doing it, it's sort of it's sort of difficult to get the the process down that quick because I can it's not you know we're not on camera or anything like that but I think it has something to do with knowing that a lot of people are going to listen to it and I can understand how people are like you know I don't like the sound of my own voice and I'm not saying they go back and listen to the episode and they don't like their own voice that way but for the most part you know all the people we've had on have been on camera at some point in their life and have probably heard themselves talk and don't like the way they sound. So it's a little nerve. I can understand how it can be a little nerve wracking, which is understandable, which is fine. But, um, yeah, for the next couple episodes, probably next couple weeks, it's just going to be me and Kyler. No big deal. I mean, you know, um, if you want to be on, shoot us a message. We'll, we'll have you on for sure. Um, but I'm trying to look. I'm trying to look on my phone because I, for some reason, forgot to bring my laptop. Um, I was really wanting to. I forgot what uh, I'm trying to find the article, but I was really wanting to talk about something. I don't want to bring it up and not have the article up on my phone or my laptop, which I, like I said, I forgot. But it's all right. Um, Kyler has some stuff he wants to talk about on the next episode that might change the dynamic of the podcast for a little bit. Um, and I'll let Kyler explain that, uh, his point on the, on the notebook just says, I'll explain later. He already talked to me about it. Um, and we had a conversation about it and he was going to bring it up, but it's going to be on the Friday episode, I'm pretty sure. And I'll, you know, whenever he gets back on, he'll go into greater detail about it. And it's not going to change anything. Just the dynamic will be a little bit different. Uh, still going to have two episodes a week. Nothing drastic is going to, nothing drastic is going to change. I'll just say that. I'll leave it at that. And I'll let Kyler explain the rest whenever, you know, we're, we have the Friday episode. Um, Let's see here. He wrote down something about Amazon and Google unions. Um, Kyler's way more into that side of con. I don't want to say content, but that side of media. He's uh, he pays a lot more attention to that than me. And from what I remember him talking about was that. Oh, what am I doing? I have a iPhone right in front of me. I'm acting like I can't just look it up. Google. Union. Let's see here. New. Let's, this is from the New York Times. Hundreds of Google employees unionize, culminating years of activism. Activism. Activision is the game company that produces Call of Duty. Um. So. Uh, this was posted by. Uh, this was uh on January fourth. Uh, more than 400 Google engineers and other workers have formed a union. The group revealed on Monday, capping years of growing activism at one of the world's largest companies and presenting a rare beachhead for a rare beachhead for labor organizers in 
Anti-Union Silicon Valley. The union's creation is highly unusual for the tech industry, which is uh, which has long re- uh, I lost my spot, which has long resisted efforts to organize its largely white-collared white force workforce, not white force. That's racism. It follows increasing demands by employees at Google for policy overhauls on pay, harassment, and ethics, and is likely to escalate tensions with top leadership. The new union, called the Alphabet Workers Union, after Google's parent company, Alphabet, was organized in secret for the better part of a year and elected its leadership last month. The group is affiliated with the Communications Workers of America, a union that represents workers in telecommunications and media in the United States and Canada. But unlike a traditional union, which demands that an employer an employer come to the bargaining table to agree on a contract, the Alphabet Workers Union is a so-called minority union that represents a fraction of the company's more than 260,000 full-time employees and contractors. Workers said it was primarily an effort to give structure and longevity to activism at Google rather to negotiate for a contract. Um... So I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's a pretty lengthy article. Um, you can look it up. If you're interested in that, you can look it up. Um, from what I from what I've heard, apparently just like Amazon and Jeff Bezos, like Kyler says, Jeff Bezos is Lex Luthor. He looks like him. He has money like him. And he treats his employees like Lex Luthor treated everyone in his life. Like crap. Um, apparently sort of the same things going on with Google. Uh, employees being treated mis- uh, being treated terribly poorly, um, you know, you have conduct issues, you have sexual harassment issue, issues that sort of get pushed under the table by money, uh, you know, and that's not the right thing. I, I highly disagree with that type of that type of thought on anything of that level, you know, sexual harassment and any type of misconduct in a workplace is very frowned upon. And apparently these companies like Amazon and Google when something like that happens, they their their first step into fixing it is to, hey, we'll you know we'll give you a settlement pay if you you know sort of push this under the bus, push this under the rug, and we don't want this type of negative press on us. Here's some money. Um, that shouldn't happen. I don't agree with that. I think that's very 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 bad. Um. Also, Kyler wanted to talk about, uh, I don't know much about it. I'll try to remember what, what Kyler said, which was, from what I understand, there's a YouTube coalition or a co- YouTube collection called 2Hype. Apparently, back in the day, they used to do a bunch of 2K YouTube videos, and they you know moved into a house together, the 2Hype house. And apparently, there's a bunch of stuff going on with all the members and ex-members of that, uh, some just... A bunch of money grabbing, um, going behind each other's backs, typical YouTube drama, to be honest. I have no interest in that whatsoever. Like yesterday when me and Kyler were talking about it, um, my, I think I got on my phone and I started playing a game because I just don't care about it. I watch like one YouTuber and his name is Casey Neistat. He's never been in a collection of content creators. He creates content that he likes he puts it out whenever he wants because he can he he that's my type of youtube content i like his stuff um other than him i don't watch 
any other YouTubers content regularly. Um, I guess you could say Logan Paul, but I watch his podcast. So I think impulsive is a great podcast. I'm not, you know, not giving me a shout out or anything, but I think he has great content and on impulsive. That's all I'm saying on the whole YouTube, um, uh, <laughs> on the whole YouTube beef or whatever you want to call it. Uh, <laughs> I get, oh, I watched Joe Sanagato too. Sorry. Um, is there anything else that I'm trying to look to see if there's anything else worth mentioning on here? I mean, I've only been recording for about 32 minutes. Normally our episodes are like an hour long. This one obviously is going to be a little short because I'm by myself and talking to yourself for an hour is extremely difficult. Oh, um, so apparently, um, I'm reading some sports, some more sports stuff. Um, Drew Brees, um, a lot of people think Drew Brees, this is Drew Brees' last season in the NFL. Cam Newton is expected to become a free agent this offseason and part ways with the Patriots. Uh, the Jets are expected to make a big trade this offseason. Question is whether to trade uh, Sam Darnold for the num- or the number two pick. Um, that's really about it. Um, a lot of quarterback changes in the league apparently coming up. Uh, also last night, another sports thing, Jason Tatum dropped 40, uh, on the Raptors. The wording that ESPN's Instagram, you decided to use is Jason Tatum dropped a 40 burger on the Raptors, shot 11 of 19 from the field and five of eight from three, which is extremely, extremely efficient. Saw Luca dropped himself a triple double last night. They didn't even post that because at this point it's almost expected. It's <laughs> it's almost expected by from Luca to drop a triple double. I don't want to say every night, but every other game, if someone said, "Hey, Luca dropped a triple double," no one's going to be like, "Oh man, that's crazy." No, it's pretty normal. Luca is that dude. And I'm glad he's in Dallas. So whenever fans can go to games again, I will be def- I will definitely be going to see some uh, some Luka Doncic, Kristaps Porzingis in action. Very excited about that. Not a Dallas Mavericks fans by Dallas Maverick fan by any mean, but due to you know where I live, I'm sort of a fan by a fan by you know area and. Them being the closest professional basketball team, just like the Rangers or the Dallas Cowboys. I have some sort of fandom towards them because they're so close to me. And it's the only professional. I mean, you could say San Antonio or Houston, but Houston sucks. I don't like James Harden. I don't like the Rockets. I don't like the Astros. The Spurs, if I lived closer to the San Antonio Spurs, I would definitely try to see a lot of their games. I'm a huge fan of Greg Popovich. Uh, I think he's one of the greatest coaches of all time. But back to what I was saying, Luka for MVP. Uh, (laughs) um, But with that being said, I guess I'll go on and wrap this up, really. Um, Today is, you know, you're listening to this on Tuesday. It's the 5th. I'm going to open my calendar real quick. So starting next Wednesday, which will be the 13th, Guess what? We have new merch. Um, they're all going to be made make to order. We sort of did it really. Our for the first merch, 
we did. We ordered in bulk, and they were a little difficult to, to get out and sell because we only had a number of, we you know, we only had a certain amount. So once we sold out and people kept asking for it, we're like, we don't have any. We're doing it different this time. We They're all make to order. So if you want anything, shoot me a message either to my number if you have it or Instagram uh, or Snapchat if you have that too. Or on Twitter. I never get on it. But if you want to do it that way, you can do it too. Um, Comes out next. Uh, we're going to start selling it next Wednesday on the 13th. Like I said, multiple designs. I have some of them at home already just some sample ones that you know for me and kyler to wear that i need to take some pictures of and post them on the instagram but um yeah that is uh starting off 2021 right with some new nynp merch i changed up the logo a little bit made multiple designs they're not all the same like the original merch that we had i think i did a pretty good job designing them if i do say so myself um and I think for the most part, that's it. Um, if you see someone, if you live in the area of, you know, Sherman, Denison, Grayson County area, if you see a young lady with a Not Your Normal Podcast shirt on, either a pink one that says Not Your Normal Podcast or a black one that has NYMP all the way down the front of it, leading to the bottom that says Not Your Normal Podcast, her name is Hannah Stone. She's the first person to have it. Uh, she's the first person to have the new merch. So be sure to, you know, tell her that you like those shirts. And if you don't know what that shirt is, ask her where to get it. She'll tell you. She'll, you know, be like, oh, Aaron from Not Your Normal Podcast. He makes them. But, uh, yeah, be sure to be on the lookout for anyone in some new merch. Um, she already has them. And with that being said, thank you, Hannah, for being the first person to rock that new Not Your Normal Podcast merch. And you can find me on Snapchat at AaronCross15, Instagram, iFilmAaron, Not Your Normal Podcast on Instagram, iFilmCinemas on Instagram, Academy of Conspiracy on Instagram. Uh, Kyler and Jacob and some other people are working on getting Academy of Conspiracy back very soon. They just had a bunch of scheduling issues. And patreon.com slash NYNP. We have two tiers. We have a $5 tier and a $10 tier. Um, all the money that we get from that goes to either a charity or goes into making better content. And I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. New New merch next Wednesday. All the social media platforms you can reach me on to get some merch uh, starting next week. Do that. Um, shoot me a message. Uh, shoot me a message of what you want, your size. I order it. When it comes in, give me the money. Quick and easy, real easy and real simple. All right. We will see you on Friday.